नमस्कार वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ व्हाट डज दिस डेटा से टुडे आई एम शिफ्टिंग फोकस टू तेलंगाना तेलंगाना हैपेंस टू बी माय होम स्टेट वेयर आई हैव बीन स्टेइंग फॉर द लास्ट 40 इयर्स दिस स्टेट इज वन ऑफ द नाइन स्टेट्स वेयर इलेक्शंस आर ड्यू इन 2023 बिफोर द 2024 जनरल इलेक्शन एंड इट इज वन ऑफ द टू सदर्न स्टेट्स दैट विल गो टू पोल्स द अदर वन बीइंग कर्नाटका Though there is still about one and a half years left for the election, but both BJP and TRS have already started their election campaigns. More so, the BJP because it does not want to be caught unawares if KCR decides to call a early election. On part of the BJP, it was none other than the Prime Minister Modi himself. who thought it important enough to fly directly back to hyderabad from japan to attend a convocation of the indian school of business now the chief minister of telangana ksr as usual decided to skip the event ktr was in davos where he spent his time well and has signed mous worth 4200 crores for investment into hyderabad it would have been quite nice that among the founding members of the isb chandrababu naidu rajat gupta and anil ambani at least chandrababu naidu should have been invited but modi being modi we all know he never shares the stage with anyone else but modi did find about half an hour's time to address the bjp workers at the old begampet airport i'm going to show you a 2 minute clip of modi's speech where you can yourself de- decide whether it was becoming or unbecoming of a prime minister to talk in the manner that he talked a massive crowd of 200 B- bjp workers had gathered in the parking lot of the old begampet airport and that too comprised of many security people and press photographers here is the clip तेलंगाना आंदोलन इसलिए नहीं चला था कि कोई एक परिवार तेलंगाना के विकास के सपनों को लगातार कुचलता रहे तेलंगाना आंदोलन इसलिए नहीं चला था कि कोई एक परिवार शाम दाम दंड भेद ये रास्ता अपना करके तेलंगाना को तबाह करने में नई नई साजिश करते रहे पिछले दिनों अलग अलग चुनाव चुनावों में भाजपा की जीत इस बात का स्पष्ट संकेत है कि तेलंगाना में अब लोगों ने मन बना लिया है तेलंगाना में अब बदलाव पक्का है तेलंगाना में अब भाजपा तय है मुझे पूरा विश्वास है कि भाजपा का हर एक कार्यकर्ता इसी उत्साह और समर्पण के साथ आगे भी काम करता रहेगा 
तेलंगाना तेजी से विकास के रास्ते पर चलेगा तुष्टिकरण की राजनीति से मुक्त होगा परिवारवादी पार्टी के चंगुल से मुक्त होगा और भाई the state government on its part did not give a warm welcome to Modi at all. There was a group of youngsters protesting against the visit of Modi who had prepared a list of 17 questions. These 17 questions pertain to all the poll promises made by Modi to Hyderabad in the last eight years. In this picture, you can see one of the questions is posted right outside the main gate of the Indian School of Business where Modi was to enter. I am sure this would have been taken off by the time Modi ji arrived at the venue. On the left hand side picture, you can see the students are painting Go Back Modi. And I think this was done with the support of the local administration as you can see a police van is standing in the backdrop and probably a few policemen too who are overseeing the students ride this on the streets now had this been up i'm sure by now there would have been many cases against the students of being anti-national and some of them would have been landed in jail and who knows maybe a few houses would have been demolished too now before i present to you data regarding the elections i want to review the preparedness of bjp for the elections in in the state of telangana the biggest problem with bjp today is that they do not have a face in Telangana. Party President Bandi Sanjay Kumar or BSK as he is known as is a novice in the party politics in the state. He was made president only two years ago and does not have any significant post in the BJP party hierarchy. Sanjay Kumar's claim to fame is only that during 1996 Rath he was given the responsibility to see that Advani's vehicle kept moving and remains in good condition. He claims to be a postgraduate from Kamraj Madurai University, though it is surprising that how he from Kadim Nagar went all the way to Tamil Nadu to complete his postgraduate program. He is a businessman by profession and he is really not that rich. But then the party is fully behind him. Now when one has nothing to show, the only way he can gain attention is by making ludicrous comments. A day before Modi came, Sanjay Kumar Bandi made comments such as he will dig up all the mosques in the state because there was a possibility of finding a shivling underneath. He also said that if BJP comes to power, it will abolish madrasas, it will do away with reservation for Muslims, which is 4% in the state, and remove Urdu as the second official language. And that makes it very clear which way the BJP campaign is going to head in the months to come. Here's a recap of the 2018 assembly elections of Telangana. There are a total of 119 seats in the state, out of which 88 were won by the TRS, 19 by the Congress, 7 by AIMIM, 1 by BJP, 2 by TDP, and 1 by Forward Bloc, 1 Independent. 
it is noteworthy that out of the 117 candidates with fought election from the BJP, 102 lost their deposit. As a result of many by-elections held in the last four years, the present state of the Telangana Assembly is TRS has 103 members, AIMIM 7, Congress 6 and the BJP 3. Also note the vote share of the parties in the 2018 election. The TRS had a vote share of 46.8, Congress 28.4, AIMIM 2.7, BJP around 7%. So TRS had roughly 40% more vote share than the BJP across the state. So how does BJP with only a 7% vote share in the 2018 election think that it will be able to win 70 seats in 2023. This confidence boost to the BJP came because of the 2019 election results. TRS got a 53.7% vote share, BJP 20.5%, Congress little less than 20 and AIMIM around 6%. Both the BJP and the TRS vote shares increased in the Lok Sabha election. And here is the map of the 2019 Lok Sabha election. The orange areas are where the BJP had won, which is mostly in the northern parts of Telangana. These are the three, three seats. One seat, Sikandarabad constituency, won by Kishan Reddy. And the blue areas are the places where Congress had won, and the pink ones are all where TRS had won the seats. Now BJP thinks that its policy of polarization will work in the next election too. So let's try to dig in some data to this effect. Here is a table of the percentage of Muslims in the districts of Telangana. The highest number of Muslim concentration is in Hyderabad having 43.45% Muslims. The pink rows which I have marked are the places where Muslim population is above 10% which are about 8 to 9 places in the state. The remaining places are all below 10%. In fact, some of them have population of less than 5%. The overall Muslim population in the state according to 2011 census was 12.68% which is much lower when you compare it to this state like Uttar Pradesh where it was close to 20%. The same table I have plotted on the map of Telangana. The dark blue places, the darkest of course is Hyderabad which is 43.5. These areas which are uh, darker shade is where the population is above 10%. Adilabad, Nirmal, Nizamabad, Sangaredi, Vikarabad, Hyderabad. So these are all places close to Hyderabad or to the north of Hyderabad. The remaining part where TRS had won election are the white areas where the Muslim population is less than 5%. I will now show you both these maps side to side. As I said, the northern areas are where the Muslim 
population is more than 10% is where BJP had won in the Lok Sabha election, which includes one seat in the Hyderabad area, which is Sikandrabad. Now, they think that the target area for them will be all these areas on the northwestern side of the state. Now, these areas where the population is more than 10% constitute roughly one-fourth of the state. The total number of seats here will not be more than 30-35. So, even if BJP's strategy works and the seats get divided between TRS and BJP, they will not win more than 15 to 20 seats. Last election, they had only one seat. So this time around, even if they win 20 seats, they are not going to get into the power game. Personally, I feel the polarization game is not going to work as people of Telangana are far more intelligent. Also, please note, I am not making any poll prediction. I am only using the data of the parliamentary constituencies, working out the assembly seats under them and dividing it between BJP and the TRS. Election is much more than numbers and who knows what the outcome will be. Now let's get on to the second part of this episode where I'm going to show you a few developmental parameters of the state of Hyderabad and how it stands against the rest of the country. Any BJP leader who comes to Hyderabad talks about the UP or Gujarat model. These days it is more of UP model than the Gujarat model. So I'm going to compare some of the statistics with these two states as well. Firstly, the GDP growth rate from 2014 onwards. The blue line is the India growth rate and the yellow line is the Telangana growth rate. As you see, Telangana has always been ahead of India as far as the GDP growth rate goes. Even in the bad year of the pandemic, when the India growth fell below 7%, Telangana fell to little below zero. Now, if you put UP and Gujarat on the same graph, UP is the red one, which was following the India pattern almost all through. And Gujarat is in brown here, which is close to the Telangana growth rate. So Telangana remains one of the highest GDP growth states in the country. The UP model of development and why one should not adopt it becomes clear by this next graph. This is the per capita GDP at constant prices, which means I have taken into account inflation. The per capita income in 2021 of the country was close to 1 lakh. Telangana was around 1.5 lakh and Gujarat was around 1.9 lakh. UP was the low, one of the lowest in the country at 47,271. That is almost one third of that of Telangana. Now, just to counter Mr. Modi's charge that the, there has been no development in the state for the last eight years, I'm going to talk of two projects very, very briefly. The first one is Mission Bhagiratha. This was executed at a cost of 43,791 crores and was, uh, and was completed within the budget. Now, this project 
has was aimed to provide piped drinking water to over 2 crore people or 20 lakh households in the urban and the rural areas people from telangana and hyderabad all know the problem of piped drinking water in the state the ground water at many places was either not available or it was contaminated so this was a boon to all the residents of the state of telangana when they started getting 100 liters per person per day of piped drinking water now what mr modi has forgotten is that he himself had inaugurated the first phase of this project on august 6 2016 and before that on 22nd may 2016 he had dedicated a full program of monkey bath on this project and the efforts made by the telangana government this project also received the first prize of national water mission in 2019 and it was commended by niti aayog several states like up west bengal bihar maharashtra tamil nadu madhya pradesh and odisha found this project excellent and they have started implementing it in their own states the second project i am going to talk about is the kaleshwaram lift irrigation project i mean this project is was executed at a cost of 1.2 lakh crores the project was executed less than the project budget and within the time of 3 years one has to actually see this for themselves and then believe the enormity of this scheme and how it, it has touched the life of each and every individual in this state i also remain one of the beneficiaries of this project the project irrigates the entire northern stretch of telangana and brings drinking water to the hyderabad city as a result of this irrigation the agriculture produce of the state of telangana has grown by 3 times and this has increased the farmers income tremendously i can go on talking about telangana i can talk about ktr and how approachable and effective he is in his work i can talk about the expansion of the it corridor i can talk about the infrastructure infrastructure project and so on but at this stage all i can say is there does not appear to be any anti incumbency against the ksr government as on date but elections remain a different ball game so that's all for this week i'll see you again next week with some more interesting data till then namaskar <laughs>